this? This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have a Shante Joseph, Hi. aka Shay, and she is a serial entrepreneur here in South Florida, West Palm Beach. She was so nice to come and grace me with her presence, and her mama's here too. But mama doesn't want to be on camera, but it's all right. You know, but welcome to the show. Thank you. And this is going to be a different type of conversation, and that's all that it is. We want to talk about all the different businesses that you do. How do you do them while we wait for our lunch? So, people, if you see me, you know, pushing on the phone, it's not that I, she's boring me. It's that the lunch man is late and he needs to come on. So, what's going on? T tell us about your how you got on this road of entrepreneurship. Um. Well, I guess um, this is what I always say. I'm the type of person, if you sleep and you wake up in the morning and your snooze button goes off and you hit the snooze button repeated, repeated, repeatedly, that means that you are a boss and you're not a worker. So I figured that out a couple years ago, but I just wasn't guided the right way on what to do. But I think it came a little bit shortly after my six show. Uh, I think it was like uh, about a year ago, I believe, Mom, right? About a year and a half ago, my six show was diagnosed with skin cancer. And um, we were out a lot. Like, she was going to surgery. And, of course, I was out on leave without pay. And, like, my boss texting me, calling me, wanting to know when I'm coming back to work. She don't care that my daughter's sick. And I needed to be home with her, you know. And I'm like, you know what? I need to find something I can do that I can be at home more with them and pick them up, take them to school, cook dinner, or whatever, you know, just be more involved. So I think that's where it came from, like just me wanting to be my own boss and just be there more for my kids. We've heard this so often. Um, entrepreneurship, it starts because of a crisis and an inconsiderate boss and that's the reason why I just made a, a terrible employee. I had ideas. Once you have kids, they don't want to hear anything about kids. You say, I got to get my kids so they don't call CPS because I'm a, a, a 10 minutes late. The boss doesn't care. So you go between CPS or work. And so entrepreneurship is just what it should be um, for many of us. And I think many of us, black and brown people, because of the way we are treated, especially black people, you know, and especially if you only speak one language and if you're from America, because they sometimes will treat immigrants a lot better because they have a whole country behind them. And, you know, we, we've been able to prove that. My wife is an immigrant and she'll say, yeah, I, I definitely got treated different than some of the people who, you know, at the different jobs. Mm -hmm. um, not that she was always accepted, but there's a difference because it's a, like a hybrid um, hybrid. Yeah. Which, in all honesty, I feel that way whenever I leave this country. I feel like robo-negro. Like, I'm just, you know, it's like I'm Michael Jordan or something. Mm -hmm. And you saw when I stood up, I'm not anywhere that tall. I'm not short, y'all, but I'm just not that tall. So, what was the first step into you going into entrepreneurship? Like, oh, you got this bad boss? Did you already have some things going around that were side hustles? No, you know, like, um... 
couple years ago, like I got into this company called uh, Pure Romance. Um, and where like you sell like little toys, little dog toys, you know. And I tried my hand with that and I liked it. Um, but I kind of really didn't like it. It's kind of a little uncomfortable. But I just liked the fact that I was my own boss and I was making money. But, um, you know, I don't know. I just thought about something. I was just like, what can make me some good money that I could just sleep and make money? Like, you know, and I just thought, I was like, let me think like a cleaning company. Like, that's that's a lucrative business. Let me, let me see what I need to do to start a cleaning business. And I just asked around. YouTube was my best friend. I looked at YouTube for everything. Every, every, every business that I have, I looked at YouTube. And that's how it started. I just looked at YouTube and seen what the what the qualifications was, and if you needed to get a business license and everything. And that's how it started. I just took the steps, got a business license, EIN number, and just and I had no experience in it, like a cleaning company or anything. I just I just YouTube everything. Okay, so man, shout out to YouTube. Now you don't know this, but that's kind of um, my main uh, job is consulting YouTubers. One of the things that I do. So I love YouTube. I call it YouTube University because you can learn anything, anything. from YouTube. So that that's a beautiful thing. Shout out to y'all, Google YouTube, for you know um, allowing us to do that. Um, so you got the YouTube. Did you feel like I just had to step out in faith because I mean this is for my family? Did you worry about you know how much money I, you needed for savings or was it just immediate? Like you know, I'm out? Um, yeah, I, I did think a lot about it, but um, like one thing like somebody told me was that um, God would never lead you where His grace won't protect you. So that kind of like stuck with me, even like today it stuck with me. And I just was like, you know, you got to step out on faith because if you don't, then I'm just going to continue to work for somebody, continue to not have my time back. So um, I started this cleaning. I didn't, you know, I didn't even honestly didn't really care about the money. Like I didn't really care about how much it was going to cost because I know like when you start something like you're going to have like hurdles and it might not work out like the first year. But if you make it past the first year, like your business, you got a great business. And so that's just what I did. I didn't care about the money. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to step out on faith and start this company and see where it takes me. And we going on three years strong. So. Okay. No, that's congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Now you seem to have a lot of family support. And so were you already here with a bunch of family or did you say I'm calling in the troops from New York? Well, no, actually, my mom was here first. My mom and um, my brother was here. I was actually living in um, North Carolina first before I moved here. Um, and then I came down here, and then I pretty much, like, sold my own oats, I guess that's what you want to say. And that's just how it happened. Okay. And so you got the cleaning company, mm -hmm. and, you know, is it commercial cleaning? Is it residential? So first it was, it started out as a residential. Um, we just cleaned a lot of homes, and then <clears throat> we kind of phased it to commercial, and we stopped doing residential. Um, but then, shortly after that, I was like, you know, um, I want to be a realtor. Like, you know, I want to, I was getting bad landlords lots of times out of my life. So I was like, I want to be a realtor, and I just got into real estate school, and I kind of, I kind of put my cleaning business on hold to go to school and work and I still was working my nine to five. So I was still working my nine to five and doing my cleaning company. But then I got into real estate and I kind of 
put my cleaning company to the side and focus on my real estate. And then I eventually left my 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 nine to five, and then I went full throttle with my cleaning company. And then I graduated real estate. And <laughs> wow, wow! Now, how many kids did you have at that time? Four. Yeah, four at that time. Mm -hmm. So for all those who say, I can't do it because I have kids. I get it. I have kids too and I take care of them. And, and they've been with me since they came out while, you know, their, their mother pursues her, her dreams and I'm able to do my stuff from the house. So I don't use kids as an excuse. There are sometimes things I can't do, you know, yeah. I, you know but you got to be able to adjust. Um, with having four kids... Uh, what did you do? Because someone said, well, then she just gave them to her mother, and her mother just took care of them the whole time. But mama got a job, too. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Um, I don't know. Like, my, I come from a strong woman. Like, my mom was a single parent. Like, mm -hmm. it's always just been five kids and my mom. Like, so uh, everything that I know that's in me came from her. So i never just been a type to throw my kids off on my mom. Like, if I'm going to struggle, they're going to struggle. So that's just how it is. And I just struggled with them until we came up and what I did was basically I try to educate my kids on how to make a business for their self to help me and help them so they don't because people feel that oh because you have kids um, they supposed to really depend on you and but I mean really I mean they should but really if you teach them how to be like financially wealthy and you teach them like generational wealth it kind of could break the curse of what we learned when we were kids because we did not, we were not taught that when we were kids. Like my mom, and it's not that she didn't know, it's just because back then our parents were working all the time, church all the time, and school trying to pretty much make a life for us and try to pay on the bills. So they didn't really, they wasn't even taught that, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, times have shifted. It's a whole new age yeah. and things are going. And to me, I say whatever was wrong is now right yep. <laughs> and, and, and vice versa. And, you know, it's just um, it's a different different time yeah. um, in America. So what was like, how, how much did you start with in business? Because people would think, well, she must have got a loan. Um, I can't do it because I don't have a loan. I don't have any money. You know, so maybe she was already rich coming from, you know, <laughs> North Carolina. I mean, the houses yeah. out there, you yeah. see black neighborhoods and folks are doing very well. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, honestly, I'm going to tell you, I started with probably roughly $300. Wow. $300 to start my cleaning company, a legal clean, cleaning company. Um, I, my business license was 125 The EIN number was free, and just all the taxes and everything that came with it, the, the copies and stuff, it really only came up to 278 and that's $278 to start a cleaning business. Okay, and, and for those who are listening, they might be all the way in Kentucky, but Ohio, it doesn't matter. How did you get your first client? So, <laughs> what happened was, it's funny, because on the day that I did my business license and my EIN number, a company called me by the name of Home Advisor, and they were just saying that they work with um, independent contractors who does do different jobs. And they seen that I have a cleaning company, they seen my, my business name registered um, with SunBiz and everything. Um, and they wanted to know what my cleaning company um, offers, and I told them, and they just started sending leads to me um, for twenty dollars, 
they just send me leads and that's how I got my first client. Wow. And you were already working your nine to five, mm -hmm. four kids. So did you just say, okay, kids, we're going to clean after work or did, how did you work on building So what I did was, um, I work certain days during the week, so that I, I always have two days off during the week. Okay. So the two days that I have off during the week, I cleaned on those two days, and I never worked weekends, so I cleaned on those two days. And I have two daughters, um, that's 13, and I just took them with me, and it was me, my two daughters, my sister-in-law, we just cleaned all the houses. Wow. And I paid them. Yeah, and kept the money in the family. Kept the money in the family. Man, that's how um, I think my first $20 legally working. I was probably nine or ten. My aunt had her own cleaning company. My grandmother had businesses. And so we saw like a daycare. We would see it. So it was never like out of reach. But, you know, how do you get here still? Grandma would tell you, save all your money, put all your pennies together, mm -hmm. and, you know, don't buy anything. But the fact that you use the family, man, you got a book in you. If not, the, then the movie. Yep. Yeah. Have you started writing it already? No, I, I came up with a name, a title, mm -hmm. but it's just I'm I'm don't so don't tell us because somebody I'm out there all over the place. Like I, okay. I I'm always in so so many different business. I'm all over the place. So like, okay, I gotta take some time. To time sit. to just sit and write. Yeah. Yes, yes. I so we write books in this house. My oldest has written books. I, I write books. I like to write. My whole dream is to be able to sit back in a foreign country and just do this and, and just do this and then maybe fly my drone and give some advice as yep. a consultant right but that that's the the goal and and it's coming you know brick by brick that I, so you get the cleaning company but you're not done you have the real you know the real estate license now you're selling houses you quit your job eventually down the line but then let them know how do you go to these other businesses in a retail store if she needed more she got a retail store. How did, you know, the other businesses come about? Um, I don't know, like, honestly, I should have started the clothing business. Or I, that should have been my first business I started. I, I'm a fashion person. I love to dress up. Mm -hmm. I love to dress up. Um, and I don't know, like, I'm just, my biggest thing is uh, seven streams of income. I, I preach that. I live that. I breathe that. I'm just the type of person to preach seven streams of income. Like you have to have a business to pay for this business, have this business to pay for this one, pay for this one. Yeah. That's just the type of person that I am. Like I'm, I'm, I don't like to say I'm trying to be a millionaire. I am a millionaire. So. Amen. Amen. Okay. So you, so you open. How did you open the retail store? Like, did you sell like some big house? And I say these grandiose things because the more success that you have, the more people will try to devalue why yeah. they can't do it in themselves. And we got to just cut out that spirit because that's straight from the pit of hell. No, I just let me tell you something. I just went to a shoe store. That's um like a wholesale shoe store and I just went there for myself with my cousin and I seen some shoes that I like and they were nice and they were cheap and they were telling me if you buy uh, um, 25 uh, pairs of any 25 items you get them for $100 so then I say that's it so then I started thinking like okay well then if, if I can get 25 pairs of shoes for $100 and say if I get like keep doing it, I could resell these. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, maybe I should open up a shoe store. And then I started getting purses. And then like, I, I posted on Facebook, like the shoes that I have, and people was like, oh, these are nice, how much? And I'm like, how much? <laughs> how, how much? Yeah. 
oh, um, he's not for sale. And then people are like, oh, but well, do you have these? Do you have it in this color? And I'm like, oh, um, no, but I can get them in these colors. And they're like, well, can you tell me how much it is? And I'm like, okay. So then I went back to the place and I got like 200 pairs of shoes. And then I got purses and I started, I made like a big collage and I posted on Facebook and then everybody say how much, how much, how much. And then I made a store. Okay, you may, I mean, but you have a retail store that you opened up during so, COVID. That I opened so, up, so first, let me tell you, so it started in my living room. Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of shoes, purses, and I just stack them up all in my living room in the corner, take pictures, and then I post it on Facebook. And then I started, a lot of people started attracted to it, and a lot of people started, they want to come see the product, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't want people coming to my house. And then, then it started getting overwhelming, it started going to my trunk. And then like it was at my mom's house and then I'm like, okay, so I need a space. Cause if I get a space, I can open it up and then I can really take more pictures and people can be able to come out. So I'm like, okay, what can I do? And prior to that, I already have a, I already have a space in this, in this office. And I'm like, okay, what can I do to um, like kind of bring, I thought about bringing more money. How can I make more money? If I have a store and I can get more product and more people can come to the store, then that would make me make more money. So then I found an area where I did a lot of shopping for places and then I found an area. It was perfect and then I put all the stuff in and we decorated and then that's what happened. Wow. So did you, to open up the store, did you tell yourself I have to make a certain amount of money? Yep. Okay. Well, what's a good goal out there for someone like if you want to open up a store? Because that's not just the rent, that's the lights, that's everything that comes with the, the, the maid service. If you know you need that, um, what was this, the this, process? This is my thing. Mm -hmm. I, I like to tell people start off small. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Like if you see somebody that has something that you want, don't try to go where they're at because you have to start small. I say start really small, get an office space, because that's what I did. I found a little small office space, um, and it made it like a small boutique, like a little closet area. Mm -hmm. um, and look for something that has things included. Like, um, if you're going to find something with a small rent, look for something that has um, utilities included, which is the, the lights is included, um, the, the fax machine, the phone. I have a secretary, and that's included in my price. Um, so I would say, and, and really it only took me, just to start my, my, my store, I would say I only had to pay a good $1,200 just to start my, just just to to start? Have my store. Okay. Okay. So, so $1,200 is what she started with. You guys, some of y'all have cashed out during these COVID checks and got way more than that and don't know what to do with it. That's why, you know, invest. Some, yeah. uh, guys, I'm telling you, if if you out here getting these these loans, you need to invest. You need to think of something that can make you lucrative business, like lucrative money, like something that while you sleep, you could be making money. Yeah, instead of um, giving all your money on OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, it's been a kick up on OnlyFans and 45 plus million people have lost their job, but you know, and, and no, hey, I'm not knocking anyone's hustle, but I'm saying for those who want to invest or take your OnlyFans money and now you know what to do with it. Yeah. So that, that's and, a and, and I'm gonna thing. say this, and I don't want like, cause we, the the my my clothing store was is the last business that I opened, but keep in mind like I had a wholesale real estate company before I was even a realtor, and a lot of people might not know what wholesale is, but in the game. Wholesale is basically when you find a property for someone and you're not using any money out your pocket, like no money whatsoever. Like the only money that you're going to be using is just to pretty much market yourself, meaning your business cards. If you want to get signs that say we buy houses, 
those type of things. And I'm gonna say that's that's probably like a hundred dollars, really. That's and then with your business license um, or whatever. So three hundred dollars total. But what wholesaling is is you're you're going out, you're finding a property that's in distress, meaning that this property is vacant. This property is just tow up. And you're going, you, you research to find who the property owner is, and you call up this property owner, and you ask this property owner, um, hi, I see that your home is vacant. Um, would you be interested in selling your home for cash? If they say yes, you have them sign a contract, then you go, you market this property, you go find a cash buyer, and a cash buyer, which is plenty of cash buyers out here, you go find you a cash buyer, you go to the cash buyer, and you say, hey, I have this property on contract which is vacant, show them some pictures of the property, let them know how, um, how much the property is, which they're invested so they pretty much can do their own numbers. Um, you let them know that um, this is where the property is at. If they're interested in the property, they're gonna say, okay, I want this property. They're gonna sign on, They're gonna sign a contract with you and then you're gonna take the two contracts, the one from the seller, the one from the buyer to the title company. The title company is gonna check to make sure that house don't have any liens or anything. Once they check that, they're gonna clear it and then you get a fee because of course you put a fee on it which you can make up your fee whatever fee you want to make up because guess what it's your wholesale company you make up your fee you get your fee the buyer and the seller is bonded together the title company sends out the contract you're out you don't have to go to the closing table and guess what you just got a ten thousand dollar fee without paying any money game real game now you don't have a course yet right nope she doesn't have a course yet, but you guys, if you type in wholesale and put in Max, you know who Max yep, is with I the do. perfect beer? Yep. I'm trying to get there. This took 39 years, so I don't know how much to get to Max unless they get start getting the beard extensions. That's when we get the beard extensions. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I like Max's uh, stuff. Yeah, on, he's on really there. good. Yeah, he, he, he's just, I mean, and, and the fact that this is, I believe, his 11th or 12th or something business, and he talks about his failures, which every entrepreneur yep. has you know so that's that's a beautiful thing I, I love it so out of all the businesses how do you divide your time hmm. so I mean pretty much what I do is the night before I kind of set like um, I go on my phone and I put like some notes down on how I, I time block mm -hmm. so pretty much from 930 to 1030 I do a little cold calling from 10.30 to 11.30, I work on my cleaning business. From 11.30 to this time, I'm gonna work on this business. Like, I time block. And then from six o'clock p.m. tonight, I'm in my clothing store. Okay. So, and then I have my kids do like certain things for me. Like, mm -hmm. so if I need them in the clothing store, they, they're in the clothing store, they know how to work the register, they know how to do the inventory, they know how to do the receipts. Yeah. They know how to walk around and they know what they know what to do, so. No, that, that's beautiful. That's beautiful because, you know, you'll go into like, and I'm not picking on the Chinese at all, but a Chinese store and you'll see a five, six-year-old working behind the register. Yes. And it's like, hold on, is that even legal? But, you know, there's a reason why at 18, he'll not just have that store, but whatever other business, you know, him or her will have. So I, I like that um, because you got to put the kids to work. I say, is that TV? And stay off. Yep. Um, and get busy doing something else. Cre something create something. Yep. That's all That's that I, I, I want. So you have these time blocks. Now I'm sure you've heard and people say you're doing too much. Everybody. Well, you know, if you just focus on one thing. Everybody. What is your take on that? Because your your take will be nicer than mine. I'm gonna let the audience know. Um. I mean, I <laughs> look. 
I'm just gonna say this is my intake on that. What they eat don't make me shit. I'm sorry, but that's just how I look at it. Like you could keep saying because a lot of people do tell me that. Like they always say, oh Shanti, like what business you started now? But it's like you keep being in your position that you're in, complaining about your job, complaining about how you never have any money, you cannot do anything, like you living check to check. And I'm just living peacefully. Like mm -hmm. I'm living financially free, so I really don't care. Okay. Well, when you say financially free, do you ever have those people? I know they come to you with the, um, you know what you'd be great at with your network of people? See, do you want to be one of these people who doesn't, you, you make money in your sleep? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about y'all MLM people that yep. bother me every yep. time and you know I have yep. nothing nice to say. Mm -hmm. What do you say to those people? No, I'm good. I, I, I don't need none of those pyramid scheme things. No, see, it's not a pyramid. It's a, it, it, this coffee, it can actually heal arthritis and no. everything else. No, if my name ain't attached to it by myself, I don't, I don't, I'm good. Okay. And I get them. I get them a lot. Somebody want me to join. Somebody want me to join. But I'm like, no, I'm just. Okay, have you heard this one? Um, you know what? I want you to come to this jazz social. You heard the jazz social? Mm -hmm. The jazz, mm -hmm. the jazz social got me. I'm like, wait, jazz? Hold on, I should have asked more questions, but because of who it was, I thought I was really about to hear some good music. Maybe they yeah. wanted me to, you know, get behind and get my vocals, you know, and maybe on the no. guitar, the piano. Mm -hmm. I, I don't play well mm -hmm. of anything, but yeah, I was, mm -hmm. I was tricked. And, 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 yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. And then they make you feel bad. No, they, no, they didn't make me feel bad. Um, most people don't do that. It's something in my face. Uh, oh no, they, yeah. yeah, no, they make me. They, they, mm -mm, not me. Everybody, my face is like talk to me. Uh -huh. Like everybody, like I got. I think I have one of those faces. But yeah, people, you know, if I say I'm just not into it, they kind of know. Some, nah. And sometimes there's something like in my my, my hip or something that be like, right, leave him alone. <laughs> but it depends how they know me because even my, my daughters like before COVID hit three days of jujitsu um, and then two days of swimming like that's how life was prior to COVID yeah. and swimming started at about three or four and jujitsu I just you, I'm from Oakland y'all ain't you know they go to Oakland they say this is a hood I said no nah, it's all good here but they don't know how to fight so they had to learn how to fight yeah. uh, you know Oakland would teach you how to fight yeah. so you gotta be able to throw down you know um especially as a woman too um i know you have daughters you know just a shout out to any jiu-jitsu place it's the only martial art where a woman can be on her back a person be in between her legs and she's gonna get them off no matter how big they are but, you know as long as she trained so for me my there's certain things that i don't you know you want to always protect your children, yeah. but especially the my, my girls. I only have girls, but yeah. So jujitsu yeah. is one of those oh, things. Look into that. Yeah, because because we don't, we don't we don't need any more nope. stats and any more you know. Yeah. It, it's like um, back in the day when we used to play house. We don't play house. Yeah, exactly. Ain't, no, ain't nobody the mom exactly. or the daddy. Ain't nobody the daddy. Don't, don't exactly. get that cardboard box with anybody. I don't care if it's the cousin, whoever. Ain't no cardboard box. I, I rip off the cardboard boxes when we get the big ones. And they're just already folded, ripped up. You know, they got the bubble. You can play with the bubbles. But, yeah, ain't no shower going on. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I had to go ain't there. No mama, ain't no ain't none of that. Exactly. None of that. None of that. Wow. Yeah. Right. yeah, so. With, with your business, how do you take a break? Because I'm sure people say, you know, you need to rest. 
You're gonna kill yourself with a heart attack. You're gonna have a stroke. See, it's easy for me to repeat yep. everything people yep. say to me. Yep. Just yep. jump yep. to you. Hey, I mean, I sleep. I sleep. Like, I, I rest. I have my rest days. I, you know, I, I, I have eight hours of sleep. I get eight hours. But you probably don't know what the club looks like. Oh, no, not the club. No, that those things are not fun to me. Like I used to do that years ago. Mm -hmm. My fun is my business, and I like to take trips. I don't club. Okay. I like to go to like bars. I'm, I'm a small drinker. I'm the one that rowdy everybody up to. Let's go drink, but I, I, I babysit. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, while they see me sipping on my, my water or whatnot, she had this drink. And that's and a daiquiri, y'all. Yeah, I just, I babysit y'all, you know, yeah. but I don't need But that's okay, it's your property. Once yeah. it's given to you, you do whatever you want to yeah. do with it, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so the club isn't fun, which no. many people say, what did she just must be, I lost you know? a lot of friends. I lost, mm -hmm. I lost a lot of friends because of that. Like, mm -hmm. since I've been an entrepreneur, I'm not gonna lie, I lost a lot of friends. Mm. Like a lot of people that I was friends with, I used to go out with, we used to go to the clubs, like we don't even talk and they don't even support me and they on my Snapchat, they're on my Facebook, mm -hmm. they see me but they don't support me at all and I'm fine with that and they still go to the club. Well talking about support. You know, support usually doesn't start with your inner circle. Never. Usually doesn't even start with your family because people are like, that's a weird, what are you doing? Yep. Where's the security in that? Mm -hmm. So was it different for you or were you able, I mean, or how were you able to navigate that? I mean, it was different for me. It still is because I don't know, like I just always feel that the closest people to you should support you, but being in business now for a few years, I see and I know that, like you just said, it's, your inner circle is not the ones that support like your mom is gonna support you like but like your inner circle is the ones that's not gonna support you is the strangers that's gonna support you so i'm fine with that yeah and i, I definitely say yeah mom, moms you guys heard that always in the background you know that type of support it's um it's just hard to get yeah. it's only really one person who will give you that type of support is that's a mama's job whatnot so yeah, yeah my mother used to always support even if she didn't get it you know yeah yeah i mean yeah certain things anything anything no matter yeah and she used to support and she would tell me that i'm not always gonna be here so then when she passed i was like okay she told me she wasn't always gonna be here but then she also said don't mourn me I'll come haunt you. Oh, 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 yeah. She's like, you know, once I have my kids, she's like, I take care of the girls. But, you know, throughout the just years, she said, don't, don't, don't haunt me. I've lived my life. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to be here for as long as I'm going to be here. And it is what it is. It is so what it is. That's, um, no, that's, that's. We have to keep, always keep, keep that in mind. Like, you know, our moms. They're going to be there, but they're not going to always be there. So Yeah, so, so we embrace it. Now, have you been able to hire any family or friends outside of your children? Yeah, I hired my brother. He, he, my brother always worked for me. Um, I hired one of my friends. Um, but mostly just those two, really, my, my family. And then I hired a friend before. Okay, okay. Well, that, no, that's good. How do you keep that relationship, like, between... Oh, it's hard. Is it? Okay. It's very hard. Like, it's very, very hard. I, I say don't hire your family. I mean, personally, don't hire uh -huh. your family. Because it, it's just hard. Like, they don't understand. Like, they feel like you're trying to tell me what to do. And it's like, I'm not, hey, you want you want to get paid, right? If you don't want to get paid, then 
you can get the dog. And is your brother older or younger? Younger, but he think he older. Okay. But we like this pretty much like the same age because he's like a 13 months apart. But we like this, so okay, okay, okay. Thir thirteen months apart, and it's a struggle. Okay, I want to hire family, but family like man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. trust me, I, yeah. And my sister, she's our secretary in our wholesale company. Okay. Because it's, it's three of us. It's, it's um, me and my eldest sister. That's our wholesale company. Mm -hmm. And then the middle sister is our secretary. Uh, so. Like pulling teeth, you know. Okay, and, and do they have their own different offices for the wholesale company, or is it kind of they can be at home and do it from the comfort of the house? Well, me personally, I feel that you gotta go to, you gotta come in the office. Like, you, you gotta come to work. You don't get to do nothing from home. You need to be in the office. Okay. At all times, if you have a shift time, treat it like if you was working for somebody at a nine to five. Treat me just like you treat them. Okay. Okay. That's how I feel. You okay. don't get no we we the boss. You're not the boss. You got to go to work. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. And, and that's the part where I don't want you to be my boss. Yep. I want you to be my sister. You know, yeah. And that's that's the difficult, difficult piece. Have you ever, um, you know, been involved, had somebody, you know, husband, boyfriend, and try to work with him and, you know, <laughs> hire him? How has that worked out? Because you laugh. So I know you have a, a story. Well, well the, first, when, the first time when we were cleaning, started cleaning commercial, it was me and my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And like it, I mean, he's good because he he worked at a cleaning company doing commercials, so that's why we worked together. But still, it was like we always argue a lot too. Like we always clash all the time. Okay. So it was like you know that wasn't good neither. Okay, so it didn't work out. No. Nah. Okay. Okay. I mean, and that that's gonna happen. I mean, there's a uh, there's all type of spats through this house. Yeah. I don't I don't argue. I'm like with anyone. Again, it's the the Oakland thing and just being a man. I'm not gonna argue with nobody. Um, but it's you know, okay, you don't agree with what I'm doing, and I'm glad everybody in this house except that little one has their own type of you know what they do. You can do it your way, yep. and I'm gonna do it my way, yep. and I will help as a consultant. So you know, now with your kids, do they um, do homeschool? Do they? Some of them do homeschool, and okay. some of them is in regular school. Okay, and do you let them choose? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, honestly, I, I really wanted all of them to go to school, mm -hmm. but um, like my one of them is just the, the one that's at home, and it's really because she didn't want to switch schools for whatever area that we just moved to. Okay. So I was like, okay, you could do virtual, but okay, she go back to school in January. Okay. <laughs> Man, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, wait when yeah, these school, yeah. whenever they open up, I can't wait. Yeah, she gonna, my six-year-old, they call me every day, like, oh, she can't keep her math. I'm like, listen. Okay, it, it's, it's now, hard. It's hard. Now, during COVID, sounds like things have been going well for you. Um, is Did you have to make any adjustments besides opening up the business? And what were those adjustments that helped you in business? Um... Did I have to make any adjustments? I guess, I guess, yeah, because of COVID. So like just finding like different vendors and to work with me and like play the vendors that I have. I have different vendors in different states. So I guess that was just an adjustment, like the time frame of getting the, the things. Um, but other than that, um, not really so much as adjustments, I guess. Um, no, like, like as far as like. Well, because some people are doing very well during COVID. 
um, you know, I know my fellow consultants and PR people, everybody has needed crisis management help. People have needed, how do we do get our stuff, you know, more on the internet? Yeah. How do we e-commerce? And so, you know, um, I, I've invested with a friend of mine in Ghana and his um, cologne business. And he was like, during COVID alone, I've made $42,000. And I can say that because he said it right yeah, here on yeah. this thing. And he put it out there. And I was like, Rodney, you made $42,000? Well, it's time. Let's talk. And it's an investment anybody can get into. I mean, you know, I sent him my money. And this, it just, I could show you the interview and how it works. But he's made 42000 where someone else has lost their job for 42000 But he's also has a program where, if, you know, they want to be a full-on seller type thing. I just wanted to be an, uh, a small investor. Yeah. So I could just kind of kick back and keep growing my hair. Yeah. I was not trying to sell anything to anybody. I'm not really a, a salesman. I just, you know, kind of tell people this is what I think. And it's a gift more than anything. I just know a lot of people talk a lot. So you're doing well in COVID times. What is your community give back that you are doing or that you want to do in the future with all your success that you're having? Well, so far, like my community give back, I've been doing um, every Friday, I've been doing um, raffle giveaways uh, for my clothing store where I give like give a, a outfit. Um, to a, um, a female or like their little girls that they have little girls because of course it's a um, my six shows clothing line as well so I've been doing a lot of those a lot of um I have a huge Black Friday sale going on where everything in the store is 50% um, off the entire store um, so I did that last weekend and this weekend I'm doing that um, and then um, I don't know like in the future what I really want to do is like especially for my my um, my real estate people, I definitely want to give away, give away, like give away trips, um, cruise, cruise trips. Um, I'm definitely working on that right now to give someone that I, I close a deal with my next close deal. I want to give them a, a trip to the Bahamas and, you know, sing, oh yeah, definitely single mothers. Yes, definitely single mothers. Um, whoever, I just want to give away a trip to Bahamas or any Caribbean island I want to give a trip out to. Okay. And, and, well, when you do that, if you see um, a name that looks like mine, like, is Kelly really on here trying to trying to, trying to to win a, a free, yeah, I'm trying to win a free trip. You know, <laughs> you know, so, no, that's, um, that's, no, that's, that's cool. That's cool that you're doing that. Talk about, you know, your children, um, the, the businesses that they have, because I saw some of the videos, and I'm like, man, everyone was hustling. Now, I don't even know if one of them was yours, but I know I saw one boy, he was like, I got a pressure washing business, and I said, what? That's my son. Man, there was a RFP for uh, West Palm Beach for a pressure washer. I wish I could have went in an office and said, man, this young man needs this contract. And if they said no, we would have had them already on Facebook Live. I mean, I yeah. want to say this is going to be like a no-bid type of situation. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to talk about that. Yeah. How does how old was he? He looked like eight. He, he, no, he's, Ja'Cory's 11. He's 11? Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, and how, how did he get into the pressure washer? Let me tell washer? you something. They, his, his, his father has his own landscaping. Mm -hmm. um, so, Ja'Cory, that's my stepson. Uh -huh. And he has his own car wash business and his own uh, pressure washing business. 
Um, and we let me we make them watch YouTube. We we make them sit down and think about a business they have. We have it's six kids and all in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and our oldest, we have two um thirteen year olds. Um, my oldest, um, she she has a uh, company called Juicy Lust, and she has her own business license. And what she sells, um, eyelashes, uh, body glitter, body shimmer. Oh, she's the girl. She sells hair bow, hair clips, and then. We got um, um, Tay, she sells a personal care Cosmo, that's the name of her business, mm-hmm. um, where she sells um, body um, face balm and body butter. Um, then we have Amia, which her company is called Pop and Glow, where she sells lip gloss and um, um, lip scrub. And then we have uh, CJ, he has his own shoe line where he customized shoes. Okay. We have Jaquari, which has his own car wash and um, pressure wash. And then we have Anissa, who has her own clothing line for little girls. So yeah, like we just we just make them go on YouTube and think of a, a company that they want to start. And we make them write notes on how much they want to make for the year, um, how much they want to make a month, how much their product is, how to make the, they make all their product by scratch. So they don't go buy their product from a third hip. No, they make, they go to YouTube, they find out every ingredient. We go on Amazon, shout out to Amazon, because I'm an Amazon product uh, member. And we go to Amazon and we um, get every ingredient and they make it hand by hand at the table with gloves on, sanitized area and boom. Wow, wow, wow. Now, I, how do you get all the kids their own business and do your business? Do do they need, not need to be micromanaged too much? Are they pretty self-sufficient? They're pretty self-sufficient. Like I mean, I guess it's each one teach one. We we all learn it together. Like we we teach each other, and like they see me, mm-hmm. and a lot like even with the camera thing. Like with my um, my twelve-year-old Amia, like she helped me be, not be camera shy because. I was selling jewelry at one point in time, so she go on camera with me and she okay. stand beside me. She she say she sells some jewelry, I sell some jewelry. Yeah. So I mean, like we just teach each other. Man, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Hey y'all. So we just got our food from I don't know if you can read that Jamaica House Grill. And before we close out this interview and like stuff our face and talk, I just want to thank you for coming on and you know. Um, this is one of those, this is the first time I've actually been able to share a meal. And so even though you babysat your drink, that you, you know, you, you can share a meal, enjoy, um, let the people know where they can find you, uh, you know, where you want to be contacted. Because sometimes people will contact you on LinkedIn, but it's like, nah, I don't want you in my LinkedIn circle because you're a rapper. That's not going to help grow yeah. my circle. So let the people know, you know, if they need a real estate agent, if they need coke, where they can find you. Yeah, so like you said, if you need a real estate agent, you can find me um, at Facebook um, at Shay Joseph um, for Realtor. If you are interested in my clothes, you can find me Facebook, Sassy Queen Couture One, Instagram, Sassy Queen, Instagram, um, Ishanti Joe. Um, Facebook and Instagram. Also, my I just want to throw out my store address. It's uh, 2500 Quantum Lakes Boulevard, that's Suite 203 in Boynton Beach, Florida. So come on by anytime. I'm always in the office in in the shop from nine to nine. I'm always there, and I live like five minutes away. So 
you can always find me on at um, Facebook and Instagram at Ishanti Joe. Shay Joseph is my main Facebook. Um, yeah, thank you. Well, you guys have definitely gotten the game. We are going to enjoy, you know, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. If you're listening on the podcast, we thank you because that's where the bulk of the audience comes from. Help us out by even um, taking the YouTube to another level. Appreciate you guys. Be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.